Welcome to From the Den Podcast, providing Bears and NFL fans alike with compelling news, discussion, and debate. I'm your co-host, Benjamin, joined alongside my dear friend and co-host, Orin. Hey, Benjamin, let's get right into it. As always, kickoff starts now. From the Den, baby. I know you thought we were gone. I know we thought we were gone, but we weren't. We just, you know, we are a little busy. That's all right. Maybe we'll get some podcast guests soon. Um, what episode are we on? I think we're, we're on 35. episode 39. Wow, we stopped just close to 40, but we're back. Um, Super Bowl coming up. Okay, Oren, who you got? Super who do Bowl. I have? Well, that's a great Wait, question. It's in three hours. I'm gonna, Here we go. I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. Really? I think it's kind of obvious. I'm like I'm a huge I'm I'm going to root for the Buccaneers. I like the Buccaneers. I don't know why. You know what? I know you're going to hate me for this, but it's in most Super Bowls, I no, deep it's down. Of, or, and I'm telling you, it's because of fantasy football. Deep down, I would always root for Tom Brady in the Super Bowls. I, you told me that because you, you, I guess, select for greatness. I mean, that's I fine. There are sometimes, there are a lot of Super Bowls where I'm like, where I don't really know. It's just a lot of games in general where like, I don't know who I'm rooting for until one of the teams start losing. And then I'm like, oh man, I want this team to come back. Like, I was rooting for yeah. the 49ers, I think, last Super Bowl. I remember I was rooting for the yeah. uh, for Golden State when the Cavs beat them that one year, and everyone was really happy because I remember being, like, a little bit bummed out when they lost. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about Brady. I definitely like him more than a few years ago, probably. Like, that was when the hate, hatred was at the worst. At least now he's, like, on an exciting team. Um, I, are you actually picking the Chiefs? I am, but I have a question to ask you. Before the season, you had the Patriots having a better record than the Buccaneers. Yeah, okay, that was the last judgment. But if you're going to – okay, you can ask me the question, but then I'll get to another thing. What? what I'm not trying to like – I'm not trying to say like Benjamin, you're an idiot. No, that's exactly what you're doing, and I can – I don't like the hostility, Jordan. No, I don't appreciate the hostility. Your logic behind it was that Bill Belichick led those teams more than Tom Brady did. So now that you've seen both of them – differently does your opinion on that change or do you think it's still the same you see well, yeah, it wasn't yeah, it wasn't me brady's insane brady's insane and, and i have stupid. a lot of respect for brady i have a lot of respect who for do you him. Think but anyway instrumental to their, who's more instrumental to their success i mean i don't know like different coach or different quarterback with a which team would have won more super bowls is that yeah. what you're asking yeah, just who's more know. instrumental to in success? I don't know. Man, I, I still don't know, honestly. Do you think it's Brady 100%? I don't think 100%, but I think it's Brady. I mean, I think that... There's some people out there that, that don't like, that don't respect Belichick. They just say he hasn't done anything. He's been carried by Tom Brady this whole time, and he hasn't done anything when he's not with, when he's without Brady. Okay, but also look at his roster. Like, how are you expected to be good, I know. right? Belichick is a bad drafter. Let's just get that out of the way. He's a yeah. bad – he is not a good drafter. And people are scared of saying because of the Patriots. Who did he take this year? I don't know. They traded out of the first round. They always trade out of the first round. They didn't draft any talent. Yeah. They took a they tight end. They got Harry last year. Yeah, they took Devin Asiasi. They took some – I mean – they just don't yeah. have any talent on the team. I think that if the Patriots should go ahead and try to actually get a general manager. Tom oh, Br- because Belichick is their manager? 
Belichick is like their general manager as well. Yeah. He's like what Bill, Bill O'Brien was, but like actually yeah. kind of his job. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Let me clear up my name real quick. I got the two most important awards right. NFL awards when we predicted them. I mean, not anyone the, not, could have predicted not Alex. Most, not the two most important. Two most important. Most, most important. Most important. Most most difficult to predict. Yes. That's actually fair. They are the two most difficult to predict. Yes, it looks that's, like, I, that's honestly better yeah. to say because you're not – If you're, yeah. I think Alex Smith, comeback player of the year, was pretty easy to predict, to be honest. But, like, yeah, but Russell Wilson? I predicted Russell Wilson for man of the year. That is cool. That's the one thing that, like – But, Benjamin – You picked Allen Robinson. That was lame. I did? Yeah. I remember you picked Allen Robinson. Oh, that's lame. Yeah, I know. It was lame. Speaking of lame, you picked Aaron Donald. Obviously, it was going to win, but – no, no that's not that. true. Obviously, he was going to win. I think TJ Watt. Yes, dude, he's won like twenty times. I said he should have. I said TJ Watt should have won also. Me too. I think that Aaron Donald. Even, he's won like ten times. Not, not even because like I think sometimes the NFL, like sports in general, try to stray away from stray away from like giving the MVP to the same player like over and over and award the player over and over. But it feels like Aaron Donald is like they're giving it to him to bolster his legacy. Like he had a good year, a great year, but. Was it defensive player of the year over Xavier Howard or TJ Watt? I don't know. Xavier Howard would have been nice. Two straight cornerbacks. That's nice. It's also like you say on offense, like the MVP is like a quarterback driven award, but on defense is a pass rush, pass rushing driven award, right? Let me just shift around my mic here. Like that made all the difference. No, actually that was worse. Yeah, I know what you're, I know what you're talking about. I'm a text. I'm a text a friend right now. Do you want sure. my mic? There's there's someone who's gonna start a podcast. One of our friends. Do you want my mic for your pod? You know. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Like. Um. Like. You have like players like Troy. The last back-to-back players that weren't pass rushers that won were Troy Palomalu and Charles Woodson, in. 09010 and before what is that, Troy Palomalu a middle linebacker? No, Troy Palomalu was a safety. That was dumb. Is he really a safety? Yeah, he was a safety. Huge. He's just huge. I imagine him being like a middle line. Come on, you could imagine him as a middle linebacker. Don't lie. Yeah, but like okay, well, whatever. That we're gonna take that part out. Ben, I want to hear your prediction for the Super Bowl. We'll talk a bit more about it. Yeah, we'll get to the Super Bowl. Let me ask you one question about NFL awards. Mm-hmm. So Aaron Rodgers wins MVP to no one's surprise. Um, who got more MVP votes, Mahomes or Henry? Did any of them get anything? Or who was higher in the ranking? Or I whatever? think I I I'll tell you in a second. But I know I know Josh Allen got four votes. Yeah, Josh Allen got four MVP votes out of out of fifty. That's actually a lot. Four out of fifty. Yeah, here, look. Like, so, one in ten people picked Josh Allen, nearly. Here, so two people picked Mahomes, four for Allen, 44 for Rodgers. No one for Derrick Henry? No one for Derrick Henry? That's some disrespect. What do you think about that? You went offensive player of the year. I know, I know, that's fair. Okay, anyway, so I'll tell you about my Super Bowl pick. Um, I haven't looked into it as much as I'd like. I might, I may or may not bet on it. I want to bet on the national anthem with someone. And there are stats that show that the under should be the right pick to make. But I still, I still bet on the over with anyone. I don't care. So Ben, Ben, wait, Ben, would you? So you would bet on the? I'll bet you. I'll just take whatever national, you're not national anthem. 
Yeah, what are you not taking? Yes, finally. No one is going to take it. You're yeah. going to win the bet, by the way, but I don't, I'll bet you a dollar on the national sure. anthem. A dollar? Am I taking the under or the over? I don't really You are care. taking – I want to take the over. Okay, so I'll take because the Because there, there are so many stats that sh- should have me wanting to take the – so right now it's at two minutes. I saw a thing. 11 of the last 13 have been under two minutes. And the person, one of the ladies who is doing the national anthem, I forgot her name, the other two national anthems she's done have been under. Either way, it's it's never fun to bet on the under. I'm taking the over. All right, um, so I'll bring all. You don't even have to bring a dollar. I'll pay you there. <laughs> all right, <laughs> so on. Benjamin, thank. Okay, you're betting on it. Thank you, thank you. Okay, I'll talk about the Super Bowl now. Wait, Ben, I I don't know if you heard this. This is so crazy, right? The did you hear the story about the the Chiefs like barber? Did you hear the whole story or no? Yeah, yeah, they had COVID, 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 COVID. That was yeah, but I'll tell I'll, I'll say the story. All right. Mm-hmm. So the Chiefs, most of the Chiefs, some Chiefs players are set up to have a haircut, including Demarcus Robinson, the backup center. I forgot what his name was. Even Mahomes was scheduled to have a, a haircut that day, right? Mm-hmm. So they went to go. And Mahomes was like last in line, right? Mahomes was like, like right before. Farther down, but like what ended up happening is they gave him a COVID test and in the middle of cutting, I think Demarcus Robinson's hair, he already cut the backup center in the middle of cutting Demarcus Robinson's hair. He said, get out, you have COVID. So those wow. two players had to like they end up not testing positive, but Mahomes was almost almost there. He might have ended up getting COVID. He wouldn't have played. Imagine a super. Well, did anyone Bowl. get COVID from it? No, but I'm saying like still a possibility, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying um, pretty crazy. Do you want to hear my pick? I would love to hear your pick. I think I got to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really. Yeah, I, that's why I was surprised that you didn't know. And that's why I was surprised that you didn't pick the Bucs. Um, I, I, I was the one before the season. I thought, yeah, why? I don't even, you never even justified the Chiefs. You just said you're picking the Chiefs. I mean, it makes sense. But I'll justify it. I'll do it right now. Okay, Patrick, go fast, go fast. Go fast? All right. Um, it's just pretty much saying that the Buccaneers offense isn't that insane, right? The Buccaneers offense looks, I feel like looks better and better against these defenses, but in reality, they're not that good. It felt like against the Saints, their defense got these turnovers, these crucial turnovers. And I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that against Mahomes, who honestly doesn't throw that many interceptions. The, the Chiefs already beat the Buccaneers. They have no one able to stop Tyreek Hill. And I just feel like the Chiefs match up very well against the Buccaneers. And, like, it matters a lot about matchups, for example. For example, you look at the Buccaneers versus Packers. Packers are a better team. But the Buccaneers match up better against the Packers. And for that reason, they beat them twice, one time destroying them, one time beating them in the playoffs at Lambeau Field. So, I mean, it's all about matchups. And I feel like the Chiefs have the better upper hand in that sense. Makes sense. Um, I think at the end of the day, Mahomes is clutch, obviously. He's a generational talent. He's, I well, wouldn't be surprised if he's the well, greatest quarterback of all time by the time he retires. Ben, I have um, a question. Yep. Do you think that Mahomes is a clutch quarterback or he's just good? Like, I mean, that's what I was going to bring up. I'd say yes, he's clutch. Yes, he's a clutch quarterback. Do you think he plays better under pressure or do you think he's just as good under pressure? Or is he worse, but he's still not bad because he, like... He plays well. I, I don't know what to tell you. He plays well under... I, probably better, honestly. He's led a lot yeah. of good drives. Yeah. Um, I mean, with that just, said, like, I haven't, he's not certified greatest, like, God tier in the clutch yet, like Tom Brady has been um, in so many Super Bowls and just experience. 
I was I was listening to ESPN and they were saying the Chiefs have the experience advantage over the Buccaneers in this Super Bowl. And I mean, I, I guess I understand that, but it's still a little ridiculous to me. Like I get that they're all just in a Super Bowl last year, but still when you're playing against Tom Brady and even Gronk, like it's not even an experience advantage. Like Tom Brady is the most experienced quarterback of all time, player of all time doing this. So I don't even think you can call it that. I a hundred percent know this can be argued that it's stupid, but I feel like the quarterback is under so much more pressure than every other position to succeed that I feel like experience wise, I don't expect the running backs and wide receivers to play worse. It's more about the quarterback in my opinion, right? Maybe that just the quarterback and the coach, right? Bruce Arians isn't some young coach. He knows what he's doing, right? And that's, he hasn't been in, I don't even know if he's been a Super Bowl coach, but that's not the point. The point is he knows what he's doing, right? He's not going to falter under pressure. He's old, right? He's, mm-hmm. and then you have Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady's the, probably the best Super Bowl quarterback in NFL history, period. I can't think of a, maybe Joe Montana, maybe, but that's not the point. The point is that right now there's no person I would rather want leading my team in the Super Bowl than Tom Brady. Then why would you still pick the Chiefs? I think at the end of the day, you're talking about matchups. The Buccaneers just have a much better defense than the Chiefs. And I think that this Buccaneers have like the number two passing offense or something. Chiefs are number one. Um, And it's a clutchness factor. I mean, I'm not going to be shocked if the Chiefs win. I don't know who I'll be rooting for. It might show up at the end who I'm rooting for. I feel like I'm rooting for the Chiefs, but I don't, you know, mostly I'm just rooting for a good game. Like I said, I don't hate Tom Brady with the passion as much as I did before. I think that you only like the bucket. Well, actually, no, maybe that's not only because you had him on fantasy, but why were you rooting for Brady that whole time? Before, because I respect him. He's an insane quarterback, right? People, people look at Tom Brady and they say, wow, we all hate him, right? He's such a winner, but it's like, you have no, to also- what I here's what I say. Here's what I say. Here's what I say. I mean, I might get tired of it, but the difference between the Patriots and the Warriors, and I've been on this, I've probably been on this road, this rant before. At least the like the Warriors when they were winning hella games, they were so entertaining. But the Patriots, when they would win games, when they would be great, they just run these like passes up the middle. It wouldn't be entertaining. And same as the Chiefs, they are an explosive offense, totally explosive offense. I mean, I'm sure that we're all going to be tired of the Chiefs, no matter how good their offense is in five years. But still, I think I'd like I'd take that over Tom Brady just dinking it up the field. Because if you're going to be dominant, at least be fun to watch, you know? Like the yeah. Jordan Bulls, they were fun to watch. But I, I think the impression was generally with me and with other fans probably was that the Patriots were just not a fun team to watch. And they always just found a way to win, which was infuriating. Yeah, so I was thinking a lot about this recently, right? who are my top quarterbacks of all time? Right. And I was saying, who do I think is better Tom Brady or Peyton Manning? Right. I I was just went over every single person and I never really got to see Peyton Manning win, but I looked at him. He's won two Super Bowls. One of them was really led by his defense. Right. And I asked myself this question, what does Tom Brady bring to the table that Peyton Manning doesn't? And I thought about this and I just remember watching the, the Patriots Jaguars game two years ago, AFC three years ago, AFC championship game. And I remember thinking the Patriots are going to win one way or another. I don't know how they're going to win, but they're going to win. And I thought the same thing when they played the chiefs. And when you have a quarterback that, you know, is going to win the game somehow, no matter how much they're down, that is the greatest quarterback of all time. That truly is. And I was thinking, I saw, I said, I see Aaron Rodgers. He is so dominant. He is so good. Do I put him top three, right? Do I put him ahead of Joe Montana? 
right? No, not. No, you do and not. And I said, he might have the skill and all of this. But when I look at him, am I saying this player is going to win me the game? No, I'm not. When I watch Aaron Rodgers, I don't say, wow, I know Aaron Rodgers is going to somehow win this game, especially in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. And I respect Tom Brady for that. And I respect Aaron Rodgers too. But it's also not like Tom Brady was like Trevor Lawrence. Like he was a hyped up prospect, number one. He was a sixth round pick. Like someone who nobody thought would be good. He was, he had these people taken ahead of him. Like Chad Pennington, he had Giovanni Carmazzi, this random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone's seen players, that video. Right? Yeah, but my point is that he came out of nowhere. He's just a winner. He might not have the most talent in the world, but he's a winner, and I respect him for that. That's why I kind of like him. That's why I root for him. You get what I mean, or not really? Yeah, it it is insane that the greatest quarterback ever was a sixth round pick. Yeah. I don't think that gets enough. I mean, I know it gets talked about all the time, but I don't think it gets talked about. Is really funny? What is you, very funny? You think of top picks as being like really good, right? Like yeah, you think sure. Top quarterback picks, right? 2015, Winston Mariota. 2016, Goff, I know they've all been bad. 2017, Trubisky. 2018, you had Mayfield, Darnold. 2019, who was 2019? Um, Mayfield hasn't been terrible though. I'm not saying Mayfield's been terrible, but look, you could have taken Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. I'm saying it feels like the past few years, the best quarterback isn't one of one of the first ones taken. 2019 was Burrow, or was that a year before? No, that was 2020. 2019 was Kyler Murray. So yes, that was better. And I mean, Burrow wasn't a bad pick, but if you were to redo the draft, you would a thousand percent take Herbert. I don't. Think I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. Honestly, really, Burrow played a half a year. Burrow played half a year. Maybe and and maybe. no one no one's gonna be no one's mad at the at the Bengals for picking Burrow. No, nobody's mad at him. But I'm saying no. I think that they had a Burrow. Burrow had half a year. I think he's like he Herbert was better, but I don't think Burrow was so much so far lacking off. Burrow still got a bright future, in my opinion. No, he's for sure is a bright future. But I think Herbert proved that he can. Did Herbert be, make the Pro Bowl? I don't think so. Maybe I don't know. I told you this. It's I hit Madden ratings are so funny. Herbert and Teddy Bridgewater are the same overall. That that makes me laugh. What were they? I'm gonna guess like 84. 79. What? <laughs> That's not good. Herbert should have been at least an 84. Yeah. Probably better. Yeah, exactly. But um I mean, me and you were arguing about Herbert. I mean, not Herbert, about Burrow and Tua Tagovailoa. I want to hear what you have to say about Tua. Right, he's such a interesting. You see these stats that make him look so good, right? Like I keep seeing these stats that are like, Tugavailoa is so good, all of this. But when I watch him, what do you see stats about Tugavailoa? I've just seen stats on like Instagram and these places. Like there's okay, eleven what the heck? interceptions. He had actually he had two less touchdowns than than Joe Herbert. I mean, Joe <laughs> Burrow. Joe Herbert. Can I just um? Say something. We were talking about fantasy basketball earlier. I don't know if I did. I say this when we were talking about it on the Facetime. Um, isn't it weird how like a player can, like, do you ever like look away and then look back and a player has like ten more points? Yeah, that happens all the time. It happens all the time. I've just I've been checking. Oren and I are playing each other right now. I've been checking DeAndre Ayton stats and he just got five more points. Boom, five. Oh. Oren and I are going down to the wire in fantasy basketball. Um. I might have a chance to win, actually. And it's especially suspenseful because of 
well, whatever. I'm I'm getting ben, sidetracked. Ben, ben. I'm a little tired, guys. I will not. That's why I'm I'm talking is a little bit off today. Um, I think we've said what there is to say about the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm just kidding. There's obviously a bunch more to say. It'll come up anyway. Bears are going to trade for Carson Wentz. So, um, I've actually been waiting to make this announcement. I'm going to become a Detroit Lions fan. They're looking better than us. Um, we're renaming it to From the Lion Cave. I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, not not good news for the Bears. Not a, uh, Bears are going to be bad next year. I've accepted that fate. Unless we get to Sean Watson, which of course will happen. No, okay. Bears are going to be bad. I really, really hope the rumors that they say about getting Wentz are bad. Would you? What would you think about Foles in a second for Wentz? No, oh, I would love that. You love that? Yeah, thousand percent. This is a rumor I heard, and I was very content with it. I don't think the Bears are trading Tariq Cohen. What I heard is that it would be honestly. I think Foles. I don't like, want to give a first rounder. If it's not a first rounder, then that's fine. Listen, I think that Foles, if we, I feel like we would have to trade Foles and a seventh rounder, like a sixth rounder to a team. He has money, a lot of money. He's not good. He's old. Oh, you mean Foles and a sixth rounder just for nothing? Nothing, exactly. So I'm not that like they did with like Brock Osweiler. Yeah, they gave Brock Osweiler a second round pick to the Browns. For nothing, like, like probably like five thousand dollars, just so that like the trade could work. That's wild, isn't that wild? That's goofy. But look, so I would not. This is my thought process, right? Carson Wentz, hundred percent, needs a change of change of scenery. My issue is that is Matt Nagy going to be able? Is Matt Nagy this this quarterback guru that's going to be able to? Take Carson Wentz and fix No, the- obviously not. If you, I, that's the problem. I want to like Carson Wentz is Trubisky, if if not a little bit better. And what I mean by that is he has a lot of potential. Sure, he could be a great quarterback. I think if Carson Wentz were with the Colts, he would be a great quarterback. But there's no way he's going to be good on the Bears because the Bears couldn't make Trubisky. I mean, they could make Trubisky good, but I don't think that Carson Wentz is such a step higher than um, Mitchell Trubisky that. Um, he will succeed in a lackluster coaching staff. Like it's going to take a good, great coaching staff to make Trubisky good. It's going to take a good, great coaching staff to make once good. And either of them on the bears are not going to be very successful. I agree, but I'm not a hundred percent sure that you're right. Because went in one bad season, right? Look at his season before he was still very, very, very good, right? He had one bad season. So I'm not ready to write him off. You saw a Brett Coleman video about these mistakes he was making, right? How he's throwing off his back foot, right? How he's playing. Yep. 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 Things, right. I might be wrong, but I don't feel like you need a, an amazing coach to figure it out. Trubisky, you saw a few, he would have a few games where he was great. Foles had four seasons where he was great and one bad season, right? Trubisky had games, one game here, one game there. That's a yeah. Lot that's just your favorite thing that he's a spotty guy. Yeah. But that's a lot harder to put together than a quarterback who's, Four seasons are great. Five seasons is b- are bad. So while I think that it's not that crazy to say that the Bears will be able to make him good, right? Even if he's like, if it, my issue is that is he a winner? He doesn't even have playoff experience. I might be wrong, but look, he got injured when he when they played the Seahawks with the concussion. He was out. I think he had a back injury, so Foles came in that season before. The season before that, two seasons before that, they won the Super Bowl. Wentz has never played in a playoff game. 
right? Correct. Wentz is injury prone. Wentz has a lot of money. So even if we give up Foles, Anthony Miller, the first round pick for Wentz in a second, that's, that's like a trade I heard, which honestly I wouldn't be that upset with. There's so many other things that come with it that it's like, even if I think the Bears will be able to fix Foles in a sense, obviously not to his MVP caliber, what he used to be, but fix him a bit, that's fine. But also Benjamin, players like mm-hmm. Sam Darnold are going, are like people are looking for a first round pick for Sam Darnold, right? So my issue is that the Bears are going to get a quarterback, right? Yeah. So are you willing to trade a first round pick to get Carson Wentz? Because we're not no. going to get Dak. The, the Texans, Why are we going to get Dak? Because he's going to probably resign with the, the Cowboys. And also, I'm not even sure I want to give him that much money, right? Yeah. So, I don't know if we're going to get Dak, right? People, I would love Watson, but the Texans are saying, we're not listening to your trades, we're keeping Watson. And it's thought that they're going to keep Watson. The Bears contacted the Raiders about Derek Carr, right? Interesting, right? The Raiders want a lot for Derek Carr. Jameis okay. Winston, right? Jameis Winston mm-hmm. is um, Jameis Winston. The Bears have a lot of interest in Jameis Winston, right? The Saints want to keep him. They're going to keep him, right? So now you have a team like the Jets. You can get Sam Darnold for first, or you can get Wentz for like a bit less than that, right? Mm-hmm. So while I don't love Wentz, I mean, is it really that bad? Like it's the worst case scenario that you can like sign Fitzpatrick. But like, I feel like Ryan Fitzpatrick is just not the answer. Like, if you figure out, oh, when, he's never the answer. If you figure out, he's the quarterback that you have to help develop a young quarterback, right? Yeah, so yeah. Play. I mean, it didn't work with Tua. Who did it work with? And look, I mean, who did it work? Who has he developed? I mean, I wouldn't. Say didn't develop Jameis Winston. He hasn't developed Tua. I don't know if that's true. Not developed. I mean. Put, he's the quarterback that you put in while while the quarter while the like the rookie quarterback is de- developing. I know, but I'm just saying it doesn't seem like he's helped them that much. I mean, I'm not. I mean, he probably has, but like, it's not the point. Okay. I'm saying like I'm not saying that they're gonna sign him to like be a coach, like a mentor. I'm saying they're gonna sign him to like be like the player who plays the first five weeks, so that their backup quarterback can like learn and stay on the bench instead of starting. You get that or no? Like you get what I mean there? Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. But my my issue is that Wentz, I don't know if Wentz is gonna be great, but if the Bears trade for Wentz and he does end up coming back to how it used to be, that's a great trade. But I don't know if he will. And my issue, my whole issue with this whole situation is that this is funny. You'll I think you'll I thought about this. I was looking at a tweet and it said the last time this, this situation, like it was a tweet. It said like the bears not trading for the bears trying to trade for Carson Wentz when Deshaun Watson is available. It's like the bears drafting Trubisky when Deshaun Watson is available. Right. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. funny? I thought about That's that funny. during this off season, they have press conference, like the bears, like coach and general manager at a press conference. And Ryan Pace was asked this question. He said, you guys, it doesn't appear like you guys are going to sign Mitch or something along this line. I could, I'm not quoting him, right? But it mm-hmm. said something like, well, what did you learn from not drafting Watson and drafting Trubisky instead? He didn't give an answer, right? He swerved mm-hmm. around it. He wasn't able to say what he messed up, right? And 
I guess maybe Watson isn't available. Maybe this, maybe that, but I don't buy it. I think no. That- I think that the Texans don't want Watson. I think the Texans. I mean, the Texans don't want what the Bears would offer for Watson. They don't have good enough picks. End of story. But it's not even picks. They don't have good. Yeah, they don't have talent either. They oh, have an old. They have right. a. They have an expensive Khalil Mack. But they're not looking for picks. They're looking for young defensive players. Jalen Johnson and Bilal Nichols. Why don't they want picks? They definitely want picks. The Bears are going to have... They have, what, pick 20-something? 20. 20. They want two first, two second, and two young defensive players. That's what they're asking for. Is that true? Is that a confirmed thing? Yeah. Would you give that up? I mean... Depends. Are they asking for Roquan and Jalen Johnson? Jalen Johnson and Bilal Nichols? Roquan and Bilal Nichols are a combination of them, right? I don't want to give up Roquan in that package. I don't know if it's worth it. Two first, two seconds. What about Jalen Johnson and Bilal Nichols? Are there any other young players on the Bears? There aren't those three? I mean, they're looking for defensive players. I mean, I know. Any any more young defensive players on the Bears? I mean, Buster Screen? No, he's like 33. I didn't mean Buster Screen. I meant Kindle Vildor. <laughs> yeah, but he's not good. I mean, he's not no, bad, but like... Eddie Jackson's 27. He's not young. Yeah, he's not young. Um, I mean, yeah, those are like the three young... How old is Kyle Fuller? Like 28? Yeah, 28, like... right on the nose. Oh, his birthday you know is in nine days. Eddie Goldman's only 27. Wow, that's interesting, actually. I miss Eddie Goldman. Forgot about him, to be I honest. I think the Bears' defense is going to have a way better year next year, but I don't think their offense is going to be even... So you like the signing? Be- oh, yeah, we haven't even talked about the um, the oh, signing. I'm so happy with it. I love it so much. You oh, actually love it? I mean, yeah, I think he seems like a good personnel I'm, guy, but I don't... I was, rooting for them to sign. I was rooting for them to sign him the whole time. That's you, you actually knew who that was? Yeah. He was their, I think they're either safeties coach or... He was their safeties coach. Guy. Safety's coach. He, I don't know. He just doesn't. I mean, he seems like a good, good fit, Fangio, whatever. But I, I hope he just knows plays. I knows. I know. I hope he has enough of a, of, a, of a knowledge. You know, he's not just a. I mean, he was like. I guess you could like. I know you're gonna hear about Fangio and this and that, but I truly believe Fangio's scheme. Like, I know you know Fangio he, wanted to bring him with him to Denver. I know. You know what's his name? You know um, Pagano's scheme. Pagano's scheme was like bend but don't break. Like give up five yards, right? But that's yeah. a terrible scheme. That doesn't let you utilize any of your good players, right? Did you not that's, like? That's a. I, I think feel Pagano like should have been fired. I, that, yeah, I'm happy Pagano got fired. That's a. He good didn't get scheme. fired. He retired. Retired, but still. Do you think he would have been fired? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I have no doubt but about pace, it. Pace, Pace, and Aggie didn't get fired. Yeah, but that's different. Okay. I feel like it's very, very different. But okay, look, whatever. I'm saying that Fangio, Fangio, not Fangio, Pagano's scheme, I feel like works well on bad defenses because it doesn't show your glaring deficiencies, right? But when you have a great defensive line, right? Mm-hmm. Letting them get seven yards every play, right? The Bears didn't let up a lot of deep plays this year. At least I felt like. I just don't think they did, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They didn't. So when you let when you give the quarterback two seconds to throw, 
they're going to get their open man. They're not, the bears are not going to get a sack and that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. With Fangio, they're going to let up the deep ball occasionally. Right. But they're letting Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks and Bilal Nichols and Robert Quinn get to the quarterback. They have four seconds to get to the quarterback. Right. Yeah. Then that helps Eddie Jackson. You want to know why that helps Eddie Jackson? Eddie Jackson is not a good tackler in Chuck Pagano's scheme. He was, in a sense, you can't put him as a free safety, right? Because free safety is guarding the, the deep side of the field. They're not throwing it deep. They're throwing it short. So he's kind of neutralized at that point, right? If you force the defense to go deep, that uses Eddie Jackson, right? Sure. So I think this defense just is fit very well for Fangio's scheme. And maybe that's just me being optimistic, but... I mean, I think this defense is going to be a lot better next year. But, I mean, then again, will it matter that much? They need such an offensive boost to even be competing. It felt like this year they were even lucky to get to 8-8, eight and eight, right? It didn't feel like they were deserving of 8-8. Eight 8-8. Eight. Eight eight. Yeah, that is true. Do you think – what was a better season, this year or last year? That's what I wanted to ask. This year. You think? Why? Last year felt more like a collapse, like a total collapse. This year's collapse, like last year's collapse didn't feel like we expected it, if you know what I mean. Like last year, before like the Raiders game, like we still had 2018 vibes of that season, right? That the beginning of that season felt good. We just destroyed the, the, we just destroyed the Vikings, destroyed the Redskins before that. I guess we barely won against the Broncos, but still felt like we were getting a roll, right? Mm-hmm. This year, we were barely winning games against bad teams, right? Every single game. And it felt like it was just time where where when we were down by 20 against a good team, they wouldn't let us come back while a bad team would. In 2019, you just didn't expect that to happen. So at least for me, the 2019 season was more like unexpectedly bad. And yeah. More sad, but yeah. like 2020 season was more like you could tell from the beginning, like, like I think I was just being very oblivious and optimistic, right? That they're finally going to figure it out, right? You can always look two ways, right? The Bears are... Yeah, that's what I was trying to tell you at the start of the year, Oren. No, but not the start of the year. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, once there was, like, four or five weeks in, right? You can look at it two ways, right? You can look at it. The Bears are barely winning games, but they're missing on these plays, right? They're close. They could be better, right? And with a good coach they would have improved on those mini mistakes, right? Yeah. But they didn't have a good coach. And Matt Nagy didn't improve on those mini mistakes. And then when they played good teams, those mini mistakes became big mistakes. Also, I'm, I really don't want the Bears to re-sign Trubisky. I think this should be talked about. Well, yeah. Who wants them to re-sign Trubisky? People still do. My issue with Trubisky is that, right? I think that last, like the 20, like the second half of the 2020 season was the best offense for Trubisky. Like he, that was the best time like for him, but how often was he sitting in the pocket and throwing? I know. I know. We've talked about this a lot that he was, you know, in 2018, he was running out of the pocket and they were making him comfortable. And then in 2019, they tried to give him a bigger role and they had him throwing a lot of passes and he was sitting in the pocket a lot and he was not as good. No, but what I'm trying to say is that 
there's a way to make Trubisky good. Not good. There's a way to make Trubisky at his best. And we saw that in the second half of 2020. And my issue is that if that is his best, and you're not always going to be able to use play action. If you're down by 20, are you gonna, is there going to be a threat of the run? No. You're just faking a run and then running to the side and throwing it. It doesn't do anything at that point, right? Trubisky only is going to be very – Trubisky will be at its best when you're able to run the ball, when you have a great offensive line, able to run the ball and go off a play action. The Bears just don't have that. They don't. And he's just not their guy. I don't no. know. No. I, I feel like I've I talked way, way too much. I want to hear you say what you want to say. You have talked too much, Jordan, and I don't like it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> about About the Bears – Everything. Bears are bad. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of out of it. Um, get a quarterback. A team is only good with a good quarterback. Uh, that's that. Like, sustained success. We agree on this. If you want to have sustained success, have a good quarterback. I have no faith in Nagy. No faith in Pace. No faith in Pace to do well. And that's just that. Um, that, that's, that's my thoughts. I'm going to leave it at that. Do you have any other things about the Super Bowl? About the Super Bowl? Oh, I mean, I still want to talk about the Bears, but I mean. Fine, 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 fine. Okay. Bears. Bears. Let me, let me think for a second. You need to do a season review. I want to hear studs and duds for the season. I don't think that's a lot. That's a lot. Okay. 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 First stud. You already know. He goes by Big Darnie, Marnie, Mooney, Darnell, Mooney. Please don't ruin his career. Anyway, Darnell Mooney, excellent. Um, let's get him on the podcast. He's actually scheduled to come for next week. Should be a ball. Uh, if you're listening, Darnell, please take me up on that. Anyway, right. um, Darnell Mooney was great. I think the biggest stud of the year, Roquan Smith. Oh boy, did he have a good year! I love him so much. He's so. Oh my good. god, Roquan, excellent, excellent. I just want I to think, talk about Darnell. I think he had the best year of any middle linebacker in the NFL, or one of them for sure, top three. But you were just talking about how what's his name is always gonna Wagner is always gonna make it, and Frank Thomas was also debatably like the best too. So you mean Fred, Wagner, Fred, Fred Warner, Fred, Fred Warner. What did I say? Yeah. Frank Thomas. I don't know, but- yeah, you said Frank, <laughs> Fred is. Warner, but you know what I meant. Fred Warner, yeah, he had an excellent year too. So there are just three very good MLBs they, on the they NFC. All had yeah, they all had excellent years. But I mean, Roquan had a, a great year, really, really did. All right, I want to hear some. Let's do a, a few more rounds of studs, and then we'll go some duds. I want to hear some more studs. Studs, okay, stud, stud, stud. Um, give me one second. Oh, Monty, obviously. David Montgomery. He was a dud in the first half of the season, I must say. But, oh, boy, did he turn on the Jets in the second half. Wow. We all love Monty here. Just just a lot of love for Monty in Chi-Town. Yeah, we all love Monty. All right, come on, rapid fire. Who's yours? Sam Mustafer. He's looking like our starting center of the future. I'm not saying he's some unbelievable center. He's an <laughs> okay. undrafted free agent. He was his second year, came out of nowhere. I didn't even know who he was. And he played very solid football. He helped our offensive line. And I'm really happy that we found 
undrafted free agent to be able to now be our starting center next year. So that's good news. Yeah, that is good news. All right. Um, next up, I have a lame one. Oh, Cairo Santos. Oh, I love great, great studs, great studs right now. You know, Cairo, the kicker of the future. God, what a great story. The Brazilian uh, pavilion. He's a stud, absolute stud. Gotta love him. Gotta show support for him. Who needs Robbie Gold? Who needs Cody Parkey? Good for you, Cairo. All right, what you got? All right, let me think of a stud. I am going to say, um, I'm going to say Bilal Nichols. I think he. Good pick, good pick, good pick. Very, very, very solid year. I think he's very underrated, and I think people need to start valuing him a bit higher, valuing him a bit higher. You have any? Any more studs? It doesn't have to be someone unbelievable. It just has to be someone who like exceeded your expectation. I know. I just I, I've had some good studs so far. I will not lie. Um, give me a second to think here. Ted Ginn. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Let me think of NFL positions. I have one. Eh, I'm not gonna do them. They were fine. You you can say a stud. Just give me one second though to think. I'll say Jalen Johnson. Yeah, I was. That was the person I was gonna say. I'm not gonna say them because you know what? Honestly, he kind of met my expectations. I, I I knew he was gonna be a stud, and he like he didn't have a pick all year. Obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He played well. Advanced statistics. Oh, he played well, but I'm not gonna give him a stud. He also got injured, which made me sad. Yeah, um, he's a stud. He's exceeding my expectations. So like, yeah, I'm not saying he was like best player on the Bears, but he for sure exceeded my expectation. you have any more studs, or you want to go on to, like, every single dud? <laughs> Only the duds have to be real. It can't be, like, Trubisky or Foles, because that's annoying. I don't care. Foles, Foles is honestly such a dud. Foles is such a dud. Trubisky wasn't even a dud, to be honest. He was not a dud. He was fine. All right. Foles is a dud. That's the obvious dud. Um, I feel like there's one. I feel like I have another stud. Stud? Yeah, but I don't. Okay, I'll, I'll bring it up. Maybe Whatever. Cordero. So Maybe Cordero Patterson. Maybe, no. I don't know if he exceeded it. He had one kick or turn touchdown. That's pretty solid. Yeah, but he had like a way better year offensively than like he usually does. But that's also because like I mean, I guess. No, we just I, heard about him being involved yeah, as a runner before. Okay, anyway, what were we saying? Who's um, your dad? Robert Quinn. Bobby Quinn. Such a bad year. Oh really. yeah. Oh yeah. That's a glaring dud. Yeah. Glaring dud. I really hope he's gonna be in the Bears for few more years i really hope he figures out a way to turn it around i really hope the new defensive coordinator figures figures out a way to utilize him because if not we wasted a lot of money on someone who does nothing except hey you know what his one good strength is every single time he got to the he sacked the quarterback it was a forced fumble so i mean that's kind of good because <laughs> <laughs> he had one sack in a forced fumble he had two sacks oh nice Oh, my God. Robert Quinn, you're terrible. We all thought you were overpaid, but at least we thought there would be some hope of, like, an insane pass rush that would pass rush that would make up for it. But no, but no. No. Um, yeah. Okay. Dud, dud, dud. There are a lot of duds to sort through here. I'm going to go Anthony Miller. Yeah. I'm going to go Anthony Miller. Um, a main reason for his dudness is that, you know, he basically – Darnell Mooney had the season that Bears fan Bears fans wanted from Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller moved so far down in the ranks, it's crazy. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, I, that's why I think Ryan Pace should just be put in charge of lower pick management, and that's it. Lower draft pick management, because that's all he's good at. He finds a lot of – I text you this. Ryan Pace finds the diamonds in the rough, but he also finds the rough in the diamonds because he does not pick well in the first rounds except Roquan. But, I mean, he has had a lot of good late rounders. I will give him that. He has had – let me think about it. Um, Tariq Cohen. Uh, what's his name? Jordan Howard. Jalen Johnson, that wasn't that late rounder. Um, Eddie Jackson, Darnell Mooney, Bilal Nichols. What round was Bilal Nichols? Fifth? Yeah. Fifth rounder, Orin? He's a fifth rounder? Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, diamonds in the rough is my point. And, yeah. Okay, give me – we're going to go rapid fire now. Give me another dud. Another dud? I am going to say um, – well, Danny Trevathan had a bad year. You, Did I he have a bad year? Yeah, he did. You, th- I okay. was like expecting like Nick Kwiatkowski to like Nick Kwiatkowski's on the Raiders. He had a very solid year. I'm upset that we didn't resign him, right? Yeah, he he's did young, have a solid year. He's younger. He was at same amount of money. I think even maybe cheaper. He had a better year. Danny Trevathan's old. You could tell he was slow. Lost a step. Not, Nick Kwiatkowski is not- 27. So yeah, that's his prime. He's an MLB. Yeah, middle linebacker. Same position as Danny Trevathan. I don't know if I call Danny Trevathan a dud. Yeah. Just yet. Um, Do you call Eddie Jackson a dud? Yeah. Yeah, you could. Yeah. He had super think, high. I don't think it was his fault, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to lose fantasy basketball. No, you're only down by nine. Oh, and look. First of all, I'm not down by nine. I'm winning by nine. You're down by five. No, I'm winning by five. Winning by five, same thing. But not really, but yeah. Body heel, please um do badly. This is All a right. close game, but I'm gonna yeah, lose. Um sorry. Um dud 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 dud. I already said Nick Foles. And Ben, I have a question. If you're the Bears general manager, if you are Ryan Pace, what do you do this offseason? What do you focus I on? I fire <laughs> I fire myself. Okay, if you are the Bears general manager who is not Ryan Pace, what do you do? I put in I, – I give away literally everything for Deshaun Watson. And I'm All not right. kidding. I give away the entire team for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I'm not joking. But what, what no, I, I trade – I do everything it takes to trade for Deshaun Watson. And okay, then I start there. Do you upgrade? Do you re-sign Allen Robinson? Yes. If I have Deshaun Watson, I re-sign Al Robinson. Do you release Akeem Hicks? Do you release a, a Kyle Fuller? How old is, is Akeem Hicks? 32. He's old. I might release. Can I sign him to a tender and then trade him away? No. <sighs> Shame. <laughs> I wish I could. This isn't, this isn't a Yeah, I might release Akeem Hicks. I might really, but he's great. He's great, but I might release Akeem Hicks. All right. Kyle Fuller, what do you do with him? Release him, keep him. He's $18 million. I trade away Kyle Fuller in the Deshaun Watson deal. He's only going to be worth like a third round pick, though. I don't trade away Kyle Fuller. I uh, I'm going to keep Kyle Fuller for now, for now, for now. But if yeah. you keep going, I might change. I'm assuming you release um, Bobby Massey. He's 32. You like save like six, seven million dollars in cap space by releasing yep. him. You don't even use him. Um, yep. Do you release Charles Leno? 
because my yes. only really how much would i get back if i release him eight million but like release him we have james daniels he's a guard you can't i don't him. care we have james daniels yeah but what do you do with your guards you resign jermaine effetti because he's even worse than or at least in my opinion he's worse than charles leno and then you still remain effetti on a one-year deal yeah right yes right now do you get the bears are supposedly interested in aaron jones do you resign Aaron? do you sign aaron jones yes or no oh come on you know i'm not signing aaron jones i'm just proposing ideas to you all right bears are supposedly very interested in if they don't sign aaron um alan robinson um interested in in either Corey davis or kenny galladay give me kenny galladay give me kenny galladay give me kenny galladay give you kenny galladay all right um to sean gibson free agent probably keep him four to five million dollars keep him on a low contract keep him on a low contract Deshaun gibson is a great player Do for you, the for the value at least buster screen yes i hate buster <laughs> i will pay a team to take to sign buster screen I don't get why all he is bears the reason play. the bears have lost he is the reason for all 16 of the bears, 17 of the bears losses in the last two years yeah, I don't get why all Bears fans hate hate him so much. He's like no, it's just my it's just my friend group. The reason is because he's the third cornerback and he's just not as good. And I think he's, he's not even up. Dead. He's, like, he's like probably a top. Oh, he's guards, but he's like guarding Thielen in the. He's going with top ten quarterback, cornerback, corner slap cornerback. Nah, I disagree. He's trash. We should interview him. Like, I don't think he's that bad. Um, all right, let me think. What else is there? Um, do you release Danny Trevathan? You, you don't even you save like a million. You convince me. I'll re- wait, I save a million? No, don't release him. Um, I still think it's good. You release Robert Quinn, you save like no yes. money. You save uh, no. Then why would I release him? What the hell? You lose money. I'm just asking. I'm proposing ideas. No, I thought that, no, I'm not gonna do anything like that. No, I have a question. You're getting Eddie Goldman back and you have Balon Nichols. Do you release the key mix? How much do I make back? Seven, eight mil. I think I'm keeping a key mix for now. All right. Khalil Mack. Well, I don't know how much cap space I have. I could try. I would try to deal Khalil Mack. I would try to deal Khalil Mack. Second rounder. Do you do that for a second rounder? No. I want a first rounder. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you're going to get a first rounder for him. That's crazy. He was then the Bears. The Bears gave two first rounders, but then they swapped like a second for something. Yeah, they gave a lot for him. But... All right, looking back at it, would you do the Khalil Mack trade again? Yeah, I would. I would because I, the reason that the Bears are bad now isn't because of Khalil Mack. The no. Bears could be excellent with that team. It's they 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 had the right things going, and the yeah. reason that the Bears were good in 2018 is because of Khalil Mack. 2018 was such a magical season. Don't, <laughs> oh, don't get wrapped up in it, okay? It's back to earth. It was so good. Back to earth. The back Rams to earth. Game, the Bears-Rams game. Oh, beautiful. That was Back such to a- earth. Back to earth, okay? It's Super Bowl. Time for the Super Bowl. I got to go. I don't actually got to go. But do you have anything to add about the Super Bowl? Um, I mean, okay, who's going to score the first touchdown? Um, 
Give give a player for you the. You know what? Bucks. I'm actually gonna give you. That's a good question. That's a good question. I Super Bowl talk. Okay. Bucks and Chiefs. You know what, Benny? I'm gonna say, I would take. Okay, okay. I don't actually think it'll be him, but I would I would bet on Gronk scoring the first touchdown because I think that the odds would be very very good for that. But I, it's not it's not something I'm actually confident in happening. I just think that the odds would be sick. Be a guy that's consistently Oops. moving the sticks as we've gone. <laughs> okay, I like that. Um. But if you're gonna ask me for real, just like uh, every player is the same bet. Um, Here, Ben, I'm trying to Mike find- Evans. Mike Evans. Here, Ben, I'm trying to find right now. Um, here, give me one second. Um, I'm trying to find online, like where the what's it called that where the bets are, like all all the bets. Oh yeah, there are a lot of bets. There are a lot of bets. Here, where do you think they are? I want to see them. Do you know where they are? No, look up prop bets. Oh, okay. Do prop bets. All right, I found Super Bowl prop bets. Here, let's see if I can find them. Here, here, I think I found some good ones. Here, all right, let's go do this. I'm going to ask you all of them, all right? Where will the coin toss land on, heads or tails? Uh tails, tails, tails. Give me tails. Give me tails. I agree. I'm gonna say tails. If the Chiefs win the coin toss, do they defer or receive? Defer. Come on. Come on. Come on. Really? Yes. Are you kidding me? Defer. Why? I feel like every. You know, every team defers ever. No. It's like super high that you defer. I would say probably yes, seventy, eighty percent. You defer. I'm gonna say receive. I would bet you on that. All right. If the Bucks win the toss, do they defer or receive? They either team defers. You know, defers like they kick. Yes, defer. It means that they get it at halftime. I'm gonna say defer also. Will the team that wins a coin toss win the game? Yeah. The answer is no. Yes. No. All right. Yes. Let's go see them. How many commercials will have a dog in them? A lot, a lot of commercials. What, what's the over under? What's the over under? Four and a half, four and a half. Over, 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 over. How many commercials will show a person wearing a mask? Two and a half. Oh, over. Are you kidding me? Will an, will an M&M spokes candy be wearing a mask? No, under. <laughs> I say yes. Who will be the, who will be first in Frito Lay's pregame commercial? Interesting. Peyton Manning or Eli Manning? Eli. Will Jerry Rice make a paper football field goal in Frito-Lay's commercial? Yes or no? What? Have they just seen the commercial? I guess they have. <laughs> no, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. Will there be a COVID vaccine commercial? Yes. No. You mean like total- a commercial for the COVID vaccines? Yeah. Total number of commercials aired during the Super Bowl, 92 and a half, over under. I-, I don't know. Isn't there just, couldn't you like actually find that out? I mean, like, no. That doesn't seem like something you could bet on. It seems like something that, like, well, I mean, no. I mean, I don't think they have a some. I think some commercials they say, well, you might, we might not get to it because, like, let's say, like, there are. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm gonna take the offer. I think that the fourth quarter will provide a lot of commercial time. Is all I'm gonna under, say. Under color of liquid poured on the winning coach: orange, red, or pink? Yellow, lime green, blue. Orange. Pink. I don't know why. I just feel orange. I'm just feeling I feel orange. Blue. 
what player will pour Gatorade on the winning coach? Defensive, offensive, or oh, both? tight end, tight end. It's going to be a tight end, offensive. Okay. Um, who will win? Gronk. Okay. Who will the- <laughs> Gronk? Even if it's Andy Reid. <laughs> who, who will who will the who will the MVP refer to in his speech? Teammates, God, religion. Oh, I saw this. Winning city, family, coaches, team owner. Say it again. Repeat them. Okay, this is a good one. Teammates, God, religion, USA. Not God. Okay, not God. Possibly family. teammates. Wait, 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 go slower, go slower, go slower, go slower. Teammates, God slash religion, USA, okay. winning nope. city, family, Possibly. coaches, team owner, and they they go in order of which one's most likely to occur. Um, th- probably if it's a quarterback, especially the team, like the teammates. All right, so teammates. All right. Will MVP say Disney in speech? <laughs> yeah, because they're also in Florida. Ben, this is my favorite one. Will burger be said by Andy Reid? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You mean just like when? Just just in general. Yes, and then I'm going to go, and then we're going to go. You want, you want me player, to ask you one? I haven't, you haven't. Will put it in the chat, player, I'll ask you some. Will any player propose to his girlfriend on the field after the game? I'm going to say no. No, no, no. Joe Biden called to congratulate the winning coach. Yes, yes, yes. He will? All right. I don't know during the game, but yes, the president will have some interaction with the team, with the coach. That's fair. Um, I think that's all that there was. Okay, good. I think I went 100% on that. Honestly, I'm pretty confident in most of those. We should probably look back at it. I'm gonna, Ben, you're going to grade yourself on this. Yeah, right. yeah, I will. Honestly, I, I want to. But only like if I'm like, hey, I got that one right. I got that. Like if I'm like confident. But if I think like I got all of them wrong, then I'm not going to do it. Anyway, I'm actually going to take you up on the national anthem bet. I'm taking the over. I am taking the over, okay? Then then we're all going to be so hype. I'm going to like have the phone timer pulled up like boom. And then I'm going to be so tense during it. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, yeah. Oren's about to beat me in fantasy basketball. Adios, amigos. Oren, you want to edit this episode because I don't want to? I don't know how, but sure. Here, <laughs> I don't feel like sending you the files for the intro and outro. So instead, you're just going to have to record it yourself. Like, do like a, you know, we can just get an acapella version. Yeah, exactly. All right, no, Ben, okay. you do it. No, I don't know how. You're going to let me edit the episode? How long does it take oh to do God. it? It takes like seven minutes tops, but I really don't like it. <laughs> just kidding. I love editing everyone. Okay, goodbye. Have fun. Bye. Stay safe. If you enjoyed this episode of From the Den, please remember to comment or leave a review depending on your listening platform. Or if you're a Packers fan, remember to write some nasty reviews and comments. Thanks for listening and bear down.